Hello, everyone. We are live at WGLC, or the Women's Global Leadership Conference here in Houston, Texas. I have with me Kimberly Kumbra-Hallam, Head of Workplace Services for BP in the Americas. Uh, how are you doing today, Kimberly? I am wonderful, thank you. Can I call you Kim? Kim is great, Kim Tyler, is great. yes, thank you. All right, okay, we're going to go with Kim. So... Is this your first time at this event? Okay. No, actually, um, I came to this event probably close to 12 years ago now. And uh, it has really morphed into an amazing spectacle and support conference um, with amazing women and men as allies um, over the course of those 12 years. Um, I, I came to the first event um, having probably about 20 BP individuals that um, I wasn't aware that were attending as well. And I left after two days feeling like we really need to participate in a broader fashion at BP. So I went back to our executives and talked through sponsorship and said, you know, BP is a, a, an amazing sponsor and supporter of women in energy. And we are a huge employer of women in energy and we need to have a bigger presence at this conference. So I have been on uh, a bit, it's been my passion for 12 years and I have been on uh, a bit of a path to ensure that we give this privilege to many women at BP. And I'm, uh, I'm really proud for this year for WGLC 2023 to have over a hundred individuals from BP representing in person. I believe we have close to over 500 people joining virtually across the globe within BP wow. and uh, we are a very proud diamond sponsor of the conference this year that is impressive um, yeah I commend BP for the presence at, at this kind of event I think it's important uh, okay so what are your actually let me ask you what are your thoughts about women in STEM and what does that mean to you Absolutely. I think women in STEM is incredibly important in the energy industry. Um, and, I, and I believe there, we, need, we need outlets, we need conferences like this to bring like-minded STEM professionals together to really have an impact on the energy transition and, um, and, and just thought partners. And, you know, we can all go back to our day jobs and, and be doing our, doing our work day to day and not have the opportunity to actually, you know, trigger the mindsets of others, especially for other, um, you know, partners in the energy industry and, and even competitors or suppliers that are out there that we can all make a difference um, in this space. So, um, yeah, STEM is, is incredibly important um, to ensure that we have the right women at the right tables making the right decisions for the energy transition. All right. Good answer. Good answer. So what's your favorite thing about coming to an event like this? Probably the biggest thing for me is the fact of the, the power of a thousand individuals who are passionate about being here, um, committing the time in themselves and for their development and just feeling the passion come through um, every individual from, from just even briefly meeting over a coffee to networking following like yesterday's session. Uh, it's just absolutely brilliant to, to feel the energy in, in the ballroom and even beyond and the amount of connections you can make not only from a professional standpoint, for, but from a personal standpoint as well. 
So have you made mingled, made friends over the years of attending this event? Absolutely. I actually just met uh, a friend of, she has become a friend of mine. Her name is Louise Good, um, and she works for Weatherford. We met at this event uh, probably going on um, probably five or six years ago. Uh, we were both Canadians, so there was kind of a, a common bond, and we just met over the, the cocktail hour one evening, and um, and we're connecting, um, you know, about work components and it's just an amazing opportunity where you can maybe get a personal bond such as you know the country you were born in uh, right. or even just you know knowing a piece of business is happening in both of our companies and and just putting our brains together on it so it's great when you can you know when kind of the personal and the business could kind of you know coexist and you actually like people that you run into at Correct. conferences yeah yeah absolutely it's so great when that happens Okay, Kim. So, can you do you care to speak to any specific challenges that you faced over the years in the energy industry? Yeah, I think you know the the one thing that I I'm, I'm maybe going to start with a positive first is just the amount of support I have had over the years in in maybe being really pointed with wanting to develop my career but needing support at a very young age and and how many amazing people at BP both women and men um, kind of rose to the occasion and and really supported me and and those relationships happen relationships happen quite organically um, and purposefully with with some leaders as well and and the one thing that I that I've noticed though that maybe keeps me driving towards supporting a conference like this is that I become very restless um, when I meet women in our industry at all levels. You could be, you know, right out of university, um, coming in um, to a company like BP and, and feeling like there, there hasn't been maybe the connection, there hasn't been the mentorship developed for that person. Um, and, and I look at a conference like this as, as we can actually send new hires to being amazing opportunity. But, but I think it's been probably my restlessness on trying to ensure that you have the right female talent at your company being taken care of, um, not only from a leadership perspective, but, you know, the, uh, a place to, to gather, to connect, to, uh, to support and um, and I, I believe there is an opportunity for every industry, quite frankly, to, to really hone in and, um, and support young talent, especially young female talent in energy. Um, yeah, there were many days early in my career. Um, again, you know, I think we all hear these stories of you're the only woman in the room, right? And um, I think growing up... Um, through the young ages and then also becoming a mother. I'm a mother of two boys right now. Um, and, and I was working for amazing female bosses during the time of both of my pregnancies, actually. And it was, I was very supported. Um, so I, I don't have a negative story in that. But I, what I do do, though, very purposefully is when there are either new talent or parents-to-be um, I really try to kind of take them in under my wing and just say, even when you're off on, let's say, a maternity leave, let's stay connected because it's a, it can be a very vulnerable time when you've been a professional your entire life and, and you feel maybe disconnected in the essence of having you know, challenging conversations. You know, we're, we're busy in our work and now you become 
change your brain to now being a parent at home. And it can be isolating at times. I found that very early days in my first pregnancy um, and after I had my first son um, going, oh my goodness, I, I've, I've never had time away. I've, I've worked, I've gone to school all throughout university. I never took a break. I did summer school and I went right into the workforce and I was in this space of going, oh, now I'm a mother and I have a different type of job. And, and at first I did feel isolated, but actually what I did during that time, I was the lead for our women's network in our, our VP office in Calgary. And I had an amazing leader, female leader, who was a huge supporter of me, um, who asked if I was interested in actually maintaining um, my role as the lead of the women's network while I was on maternity leave um, with, with no pressure. It was more of one of these to say, I know you're worried about going out on leave, but here is something that may keep a little bit of what your passion is. So I, I was, it was almost like a, a sigh of relief. I went, that's a fabulous idea. I do want to come into the office. And I came into the office once a month. Um, I was probably probably three months into my maternity leave. And it was just a way for me to get back into my zone of supporting women and driving and knowing I didn't have a ton of work coming out of that, leaving that day because I was going back to, you know, taking care of our son. But it really gave me an opportunity to continue to contribute and support women um, in the office and to keep those really connections cool. happening as well. That's really cool. That's really so is that kind of a fear that that you have maybe when you're going on uh you know after you have a child that i don't know you'll be phased out somehow or be out of the loop is that a fear you know what i would say there was probably early early days i look at the women around in bp today that i have talked to that are really passionate about keeping those connections and i think through storytelling and through supporting each other and telling, you know, uh, and keeping those connections going, I, I believe today it feels like there's probably more support um, in those instances. Not to say that um, there isn't a sense of isolation, but I believe there's probably more of a support network that I, at least I feel like we have here in Houston for many of the parents who even go on leave. I had actually a fellow that... Um, that I used to work with who just went on his paternity leave. So he was on two months of paternity leave this summer. And I checked in on him a couple times because it goes both ways. And, and he, his wife took leave at the beginning and then he took his two months of paternity leave directly after her. And I think it, it's really important that we show care and concern for, for both genders, actually, as you go on kind of the, the journey of parenthood and, and being away from your professional career at a company. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, the balance has to be there, right? Absolutely. Okay. So to end it off, Kim, what did you think about the overall content, the speakers at WGLC? Absolutely amazing this year. I found uh, day one to be incredibly inspirational. Um, I'll, I'll give a little story of what we've been doing at BP with, with the individuals that are attending this year. There are so many little nuggets and little phrases that are being shared through each of the presenters. And we've started a kind of a team's trail of sharing each of those. And we're going to take that back once we get back to the workplace and share that. And, and we're going to, what I'm planning on doing is preparing something kind of a physical 
card, laminated card that has, you know, all of these key phrases, whether you're having a great day, whether you're having a, a horrible day, whether you're having a sad day, all of these components that are being shared by the speakers provide somewhat of inspirational or even somewhat a bit of a kick in the butt. Like, don't let others make you feel this way. You know, you're in control of it, right? So um, I think there is something about, um, you know, living with purpose and you are enough. That came through loud and clear through many of the speakers yesterday. Um, and today is, is kicking off to be another amazing day. Um, I know we're going into some spaces, like even this afternoon with women in trading. There's a bit of myth busting. We're, we're going into topics this year that are a little bit more unconventional. And, but I've always loved the, um, the variety between some technical, but then some more of the soft, skilled, you know, this is life, this is reality. But probably the biggest thing in just kind of networking with many of, of the individuals who are attending this year is that there's a sense of vulnerability that is being shared at WGLC this year that, not to say it hasn't been shared in the past, but it is so kind of raw with feedback and everyone is feeling that you know you're sitting in a room with a thousand individuals and sometimes it's hard to get that feeling that's kind of tugging at you going that person's making an impact on me right now and that has been happening over the last day and a half so that's wow. really special um and a lot of people um that I've been speaking with and, and me included I just went you know like WGLC, it just gets better and better and better every year. So I'm just thrilled to be here. I'm thrilled to be representing BP on the advisory board. I'm very thankful for my company for continuing to sponsor and to support, support women in energy and for attending um, WGLC 2023. Um, and I just look forward to an amazing event next year as well. Well, uh, we're, thr we're thrilled to have you. Um Next year, we're changing it up. I was telling Michael earlier that next year is SWGLC, Superwoman's <laughs> Global Leadership Conference. I love it. I love it. That's, that's a <laughs> Somehow, red and gold needs to be a part Somehow of, you know, <laughs> yeah, the signage, the branding. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thank you. Thanks a bunch, Kim, for taking some time. Uh, to speak about the conference and, and give us your thoughts and a little bit insight into your history and, and your life. Excellent. Thanks very much for having me, Tyler. Pleasure to be here. All right. And thank you to the listeners for tuning in to another episode.